Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the GEO Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about rivers. Now, rivers are a really important part of our planet, not only because they're a source of water for us, but they also play a huge part in the rock cycle as they transport broken down rock material from the high mountains right across continents and into our ocean or lake basins. But in this episode, I really want to talk more about the morphology of rivers rather than their importance on our planet. Now, there are many, many different ways that we could look at the morphology of rivers. And there are so many different terms that you hear people use about river features. You hear things like valleys and canyons and floodplains and banks and bars and pools and riffles and rapids and so on and so on. And what I want to do is try to simplify all this down and talk about rivers in simple morphological terms. So it's a little bit like talking about humans. We can talk about humans in terms of their age and what they look like and their genetics. But if we wanted to break humans down, we could put humans into three different classifications. We can call them the young humans, we could call them middle-aged humans, and we could call them old humans. And in a way, that's what I want to do about rivers. I want to talk about rivers in terms of whether they are young, whether they're mature, or whether they're old. But to do that, we need to go back a few steps and talk about some other basic terms and concepts about rivers that will help us classify rivers into those three categories. And really, the first thing that we need to think about is that rivers are really a source of energy, and that source of energy will actually act to change its shape. So in some places, the river has high energy and that energy is used to cut through the rocks that the river is flowing through. And then in other places, the river has much lower energy. And in those places, the rivers will deposit the material that, that's brought down from where it cut through the rocks and redeposit that material in the riverbed. So one of the very first classifications we can use for rivers is to split them into two types. Are they rivers that are fundamentally cutting through the rock layers through which they pass, in which case we will call them bedrock rivers? Or are they rivers that are actually depositing rock material, mud and sand and silt and boulders, and we call those alluvial rivers? The difference between these two are fairly obvious if you look at a river in person or even on a satellite image. Bedrock rivers form steep-sided V-shaped valleys, often very, very straight in their appearance. Whereas alluvial rivers can be much, much wider in shallow plains and the bed of the river may pass over time from side to side over a large area. Now, while that classification can be really simple, most rivers are actually a mixture of the two, depending on the material that they're flowing through. So you may start as a bedrock river in the high mountains, then when the river leaves the mountains and hits the plains, you will find all of a sudden it becomes an alluvial river. And really the difference between the two is the slope that the water is passing down. When it passes down a steep slope, 
it will have more energy to cut through the bedrock. When it's on a shallow slope, it loses that energy and then deposits material and becomes an alluvial river. And there are some places where a river moves from a bedrock river to an alluvial river and then hits more bedrock and a steeper slope and becomes a bedrock river again. So while this classification is fairly simple, you might need to use those terms backwards and forwards to describe a river on its entire course. And that's why we come back to those terms that I used earlier on in the episode, and that was to classify rivers as youthful rivers, mature rivers, or old rivers. So what do I mean by that? So a youthful river is young in geologic terms. They're normally steep, they normally flow very fast, they're normally very straight, and they are narrow compared to their depth. They have very, very few streams coming into them. The term for those are tributaries. We find youthful rivers in high mountains and areas that are being uplifted. A mature river, on the other hand, the water flows a lot more slowly. It has lots of tributary streams coming into them. They're normally wider than they are deep, and they display the features of alluvial rivers more than they do of bedrock rivers. Then the old classification of rivers are really for ones that are really slow and flat, have very, very large plains that they meander backwards and forwards across, cutting new stream beds into the old sediment occasionally, mainly during floods. But in some places, the stream or the river actually starts to flow in the opposite direction because the gradient is so, so low that these streams are almost entirely alluvial in nature. And as the name implies, these old rivers have been around for much, much longer than the mature or younger rivers. And that's what sort of brings us back to the rock cycle. Over massive periods of time, those younger rivers are actually reducing the mountains. They're cutting the mountains down and washing them towards the ocean. So over time, the mountain range is being worn down, and therefore the river slope that it passes over becomes shallower and shallower, and eventually there's hardly any slope at all, and we end up with the mature rivers. But I'd be a little remiss here not to talk about really a fourth type, and they are the rejuvenated rivers. These are mature or even old rivers that have had their clock reset because the mountains have been uplifted and the river now cutting back down into the bedrock to form a younger river. And the evidence we find for those is that there is the remains of those old wide river plains perched much higher up in the valley that the current river is cutting through. River classification can be a lot more complex than what I've been talking about today. But this is a great start at trying to understand rivers when we look at them either by standing near them or by looking at them from satellite images we can look for some of these features. Is the river eroding deep into the valley or is it depositing sediment? And we can work out whether we think it's a bedrock or an alluvial river. And then maybe looking on a greater scale, does the river overall appear to be a young river, a mature river or an old river? 
Well, that's it for this episode. But if you're interested in things about geoscience, please come check us out at geoetc. That's G-E-O-E-T-C dot com. If you're a school teacher, there you will find classroom activities that you can use with your students. But if you're just interested in geoscience, you'll find lots of in-depth information that will explain geoscience in simple terms. But for now, keep on rocking.